1: Hi, welcome back to the Faith Lift Sisters. This is our fourth day in the week of Women. Um, the first week we started out talking about um, Mary and Nope. We started talking about Rahab. Nope.
0: <laughs> we Started <laughs> the Samaritan woman. This is funny. The Samaritan
1: woman. <laughs> Good heavens. <laughs> That's all right. You got it. i talked it. about all those other people before. This week, we've talked about the Samaritan woman for two days. And then we talked about the woman caught in adultery. And now we are going to talk about the woman with the hemorrhage. My goodness, that was that was too much of <laughs> that process. It was funny. Which really should not have been. <laughs> so this week, we're talking about women who are... Um, questionable socially is that a good yeah, way to put that yeah it was that's a good way to... you
2: did put those all together it's like women who are in difficult difficult situations
1: mm-hmm. right and yeah
2: Jesus men, for I'm lots
1: of different, for lot mm-hmm. of different and reasons a lot of different reasons yeah and we're all women and we know as people as humankind Life is hard because we're people and we live in a fallen world. Mm-hmm. But women seem to have some um,
2: additional troubles,
1: maybe. Mm-hmm.
2: Particularly in that culture of Jesus. But I think at times we can do the same thing for ourselves in this culture. But mm-hmm. there were some, a
1: lot of restraints back then. Right. And the woman that we're addressing today has some um, very feminine issues. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Unique. So, all issues. you men out there,
2: <laughs>
3: all you men, go there go will, to the other room. This might not <laughs> be for you. There will if any of be things very delicate about these womanly things. This might not be the day for you to listen. Yeah. <laughs> There's there will your, be
1: something to glean for every person who is listening. Yeah. But yes, if you are a sensitive nature mm-hmm. or um, if you don't have ovaries, this may not be your <laughs> particular day. <laughs> but there's still
3: a lot of good stuff in here.
2: Yeah, and I would actually encourage them to listen because this is what women go through, some t- not this particular thing, but yeah, it might, te- yeah. might be helpful to see what women do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. or what happens.
1: Well, Terry, do you want to read for us today?
2: Yep.
3: Okay. I'll read uh Luke 8 verses 40 through 48. <clears throat> now, when Jesus returned, a crowd welcomed him, for they were all expecting him. Then a man named Jairus, a ruler of the synagogue, came and fell at Jesus' feet, pleading with him to come to his house because his only daughter, a girl of about 12, was dying. As Jesus was on his way, the crowds almost crushed him, and a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years, but no one could heal her. She came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak, and immediately her bleeding stopped. Who touched me? Jesus asked. Then when they all denied it, Peter said, Master, the people are crowding and pressing against you. But Jesus said, Someone touched me. I know that power has gone out from me. Then the woman, seeing that she could not go unnoticed, came trembling and fell at his feet. In the presence of all the people, she told why she had touched him and how she had been instantly healed. And then he said to her, Daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace. Uh, in the presence of all the people, she had to say why she touched him. Yeah. Oh, uh, poor thing. So,
1: I mean, at this point in time... Surely all those people knew what her issue was. Because they had to have some clue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think so,
0: too. But openly talking about it in front of a crowd. Especially in that day and age. Mm-hmm. That would have been pretty tough.
2: Mm-hmm. Can you imagine the people that she had touched on her way to Jesus? They probably yeah. went, Oop, like, now what do I do?
0: Because... Uh, For our listeners' benefit, we want you to realize that in this particular era, in this culture, in the Jewish religion, a woman who was bleeding was considered unclean. And so she was not—nobody was supposed to touch her or have really anything to do with her physically until she was over that.
3: Well, seven Um, days. She was unclean for seven days after
0: as well. And then there was a ceremonial bath. I mean, there was all kinds of stuff involved in Mm -hmm. all of that. So this poor woman's had all these years of constant bleeding. Oh poor thing. It's,
1: yeah. it's not just her, but like anything she touches, anything she mm-hmm. sits on, anything Things she sits on. Yeah. Anything she wears, anything is unclean. Is and unclean. if you were in contact with her, then you also were considered unclean. So mm-hmm. she's like there's this big crowd and she's bumping in all these people. Which automatically makes them unclean. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is like, this is an uncleanliness pandemic. Is what yes. yes. I didn't you even know? think about that. That Bumping was a super spreading stuff. event, yeah. Fred. That was a super <laughs> spreading event. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's right. right.
2: Yeah. And it's being unclean, the, the, one of the biggest things about that is you couldn't go to temple.
0: Yeah totally I mean, ostracized right There's from so spiritual many things life you
2: couldn't do. right yeah. so a lot of men they didn't even um they didn't talk to them they didn't look at women they didn't because they didn't want to be accidentally bumped into by someone mm-hmm. who is in this situation or mm-hmm. um contaminated themselves right yeah, yeah. There's a um, comment here by Christy
3: McClelland that said, this woman would have been shunned from society to the point that even her family members would not have been allowed to touch her or comfort her physically without becoming ceremonially unclean and excluded from the community until they could be ritually cleansed. So I guess she could have some contact with her family, but um, then they'd have to go through
2: the whole thing.
0: So. A lot of trouble for everybody. A lot of stuff to have to do.
2: Yeah, a lot of isolation. Mm -hmm. A lot of shame over nothing.
0: Over nothing. Mm -hmm. This is
2: like a normal process in our bodies. Mm -hmm. It's not normal to have this level of it. Um, Right. But Shark Week comes for everybody. Every female. (laughs) 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 I'm just going to leave it there.
0: (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my. There are anyway. probably some doctors listening, going, "No, that's not right." <laughs> <laughs> hey,
2: I got that from a teen. <laughs> that's
1: it's pretty funny. good. <laughs> well, oh. I've always—I guess I must have always read this passage in Luke. This passage is also found in Matthew and Mark, mm-hmm. um, and in the Mark passage it talks about how she had suffered under many doctors and she had spent all she had trying Mm -hmm. to be healed from this and nothing worked. And I guess I didn't even think about the fact that she would have the issue addressed. I don't know. I guess I just skimmed through and just assumed she just lived in misery for 12 years. Um, You know, like if that was happening to us, we would go to the doctor and say, listen, Mm -hmm. this is, This is not normal. Mm -hmm. What can you do for me? Um, Which she apparently had done repeatedly. So Mm -hmm. now she just, um, she's also spent all her money. So now she's poor. She's socially disconnected. She's spiritually disconnected Mm -hmm. um, because she can't go to temple because she's unclean. She spent all her money. You know, there are all of these outlying factors too that go Mm -hmm. into this, which I guess I had just kind of glossed over before reading this. Um, So she's in pretty desperate straits,
0: you know? Yes. She really is. And I think, I'm sure she felt like at this point, she's got nothing to lose. Mm -hmm. She's heard about Jesus, um, that he's healing people. She's tried everything else to get healing. Mm -mm. Um, And so she Mm. decides she's going to brave that crowd and she's going to get to him because something in her says, if I can just touch the edge of his cloak, I'll be healed. Man. And that is faith. It okay. is
2: faith. Yes, yeah. it is. And it's faith with action. She is stepping out in her she's faith. Stepping and she's stepping out. she's moving towards Christ.
0: Yeah. And
2: nothing's going to get in her way. Mm-mm. Nobody. Yeah. This, it, look,
3: the feeling, this her last chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's getting worse and worse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is her last chance. Yeah. She believes it, and she's, yeah, she's going for it because she's out of hope.
2: Yeah. And I think I think you're right, Terry. She has been shunned from society. Like, whoa, yeah, this is too much for us. We don't do that, you know. We yeah. don't handle that. And I think that's one of the reasons why Jesus had her say that. Why he called her out? Because he also wanted to restore her socially, mm-hmm. to let everyone know she's clean, she's healed,
0: she's clean. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because he, I mean, there's this huge crowd of people, right? And mm-hmm. he, he mm-hmm. says to his, his disciples, like, who was this? Who touched me? Yeah. yeah. Um, and they're like, are you kidding me? How are <laughs> yeah. you supposed to know who touched you? Like, yeah. there are tons of people around here. Yeah. Everybody touched you. Leave it at that. Right. Jesus, everybody <laughs> touched yeah. you. Let's yeah. narrow
2: it down to all of us.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. But he, I love that where it tells us that he knew power had gone out from him. Mm -hmm. So this is one of those situations where he didn't actively go and heal someone. Someone came to him and drew healing from him, received Mm -hmm. healing from him. With him not participating in that in a physical way, Mm -hmm. um, I think that's pretty awesome to know that. So we can just draw from Jesus too like that. You know, we know he's the source. Um, I, I just think it's an awesome story. I really do. And the other thing that really impacted me was he was on his way. He had a mission. He was on his way to heal somebody else. Mm -hmm. So he was focused on that. He was on the way. And he's got all these people pressing around. And this one little woman reaches out and touches the edge of his garment. And he knows something's happened. He knows her faith has been put to work. And it's drawn virtue out of him. It's drawn healing out of him.
3: Which is amazing because all these people were talking about, you know, bumping and all that kind of yeah. stuff they're touching him sure you know their hand grazed up against his robe mm-hmm. or whatever but, but they, were they weren't expecting there in anything faith. to come of
0: that yeah
3: yeah they weren't there she for was them.
0: expecting healing she yeah. expected that if she could touch him she'd be whole she'd be healed and, that, and yeah all those other people just bumping up against him yeah and she didn't even touch his skin no
3: she the touched edge the hem of his robe yeah. And that made me think about um, Ruth and Boaz. How mm-hmm. Boaz mm-hmm. covered Ruth with the corner of yeah. his hmm. blanket, his cloak, yeah. whatever, yeah. and said, "Yes, I'll be your redeemer." Mm-hmm. She touches the hem of his cloak, and he said, "Yes,
1: I'll be your healer. I'll be your healer." Yeah, yeah. Ugh. I love that's a that great. He, yeah, I love drop. that he finishes it too with, um, "Go and live your life in peace." Mm-hmm. um or go in peace is what and he says and freed i read
3: from your suffering
1: yeah oh yeah. and he calls her daughter daughter
3: yeah. go
0: in peace. so he takes um not ownership that's not the right word i want but he and get he's in a relationship with her now
1: he acknowledges Seems her that she's family. his daughter yeah yeah and That does, Terry. I'm still thinking about all this in context of Boaz and Ruth. When Boaz does say, you know, I'll be, Mm -hmm. I'll take care of it. Yeah, I'll be your kinsman redeemer. I will be your redeemer. Um, And then he says to Ruth, you know, go to your Mm mother-in-law, and essentially he's like, go in peace. Yeah, take all Mm -hmm. this stuff so that you're settled and comfortable. Yeah. Um, And Jesus just says that to this woman too.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, So she isn't just physically healed. She has a spiritual healing. Yeah, she has a community healing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because isn't yeah. that isn't that really the definition of salvation? It's a it's a wholeness. Mm-hmm. You know, we're yeah. healed. We're delivered. We're set free from anything that binds us. Um, we're, and we're made new, and
2: we're brought into the family of God. We're
0: brought into the family. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Very cool. This this story was dropped inside of another story. When you read it, Mm -hmm. it, um, Jairus is the guy going back to try to heal his daughter. Jairus was Mm -hmm. really um, pleading with him to come to his house because his only daughter, a girl of 12, was dying. So that's kind of how this starts. He's in the middle of this story. And in the midst of going, like you were saying, on the mission, Mm -hmm. this happens. But the way that ends um, Jesus turns to Jairus and says, Don't be afraid, just believe and she will be healed.
1: Yeah. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, because while just after this has happened with this woman, somebody comes running from Jairus' house and says, Your daughter's dead, so don't bother the teacher. You don't need her anymore. And Jesus says, so, Oh, blah, 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 blah. Don't be afraid. Just believe and she'll be healed. Well, how awesome is that? This woman has just believed that if she touches his garment, she'll be healed. And so Jesus says, Just believe. And your dead daughter is going to be healed. So that mm-hmm. that was pretty faith building thing for Jairus
1: Iris to see as well. I think, mm-hmm. which I think is exactly why Jesus hunted this woman down. He he was on a mission to find her
0: mm-hmm. and make
1: it public, not just for her sake, so that she could be redeemed socially and mm-hmm. um, spiritually and physically but so that the people around too this is like raising lazarus from the dead you know the word's gonna get out um and it doesn't come from his mouth it comes from others because we all know that the things that we say are fine but when other people say those things about us that's what holds the most impact
3: yeah Mm -hmm. i also loved excuse me that um she's healed immediately It's not like, uh, okay, in a couple weeks, you're going to start to feel better, you know, then you no, no. it's like she was healed immediately. Immediately. And sometimes we have to wait or sometimes our healing is a little slower, but um, sometimes it is immediately, you know, when you uh, have a problem, whatever you go to the Lord and he can give you the answer right away or he reads something in the word, and immediately you get it, or immediately you're comforted. Um, I, I just love that. It's just immediately she was healed. Yeah.
2: Certainly that was helpful in this situation, because so many people have been touched by her, because it was so, so public. She knew it. It was like a if you heal, then, you know, it. clap your hands. <laughs> it was just like a. she had a definite yes and no. Like, you know, no and then yes, I guess probably is the better thing. Um, so because she, she did, knows
0: she's healed before Jesus said, hey, who who touched right. me? She's right. already received that healing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she feels like she better fess up <laughs> it was her. Yeah.
1: She yeah. stayed yeah. in that integrity and in that connection. Go ahead. I think I would be excited to say it was me. I mean, yeah. really, um, like I don't know if you've ever had an extended amount of illness or pain or discomfort, but like I get migraines mm-hmm. and I know like a migraine, it, you know, it'll go away, but it there's a lingering effect. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not like I'm taking the medication and then it's gone. It, there are lingering effects for it. So if if I had something like that for 12 years, because you know this woman wow. had all kinds of side issues that went along with with Effect. 12 years of menstrual bleeding. I mean, that's yeah. just the reality of it. Yeah, It was not just the shame and the discomfort. There's surely all kinds of other things that are going on. Other physical things for sure, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. yeah. And that affects, that starts to affect... The way you think about things, that Mm -hmm. starts to affect the way that you relate to people. And so surely, like, once she was healed, that was a life-changing, like, physically life-changing thing, too. Because you have to know, she was like, wait a minute. I mean, if if God came and said, migraine, done, I'd be like, yeah. Yeah. Let's go to the zoo. Let's go swimming. Let's yeah. go skiing. You know, let's go do all these yeah. things because it's like such a huge relief. So surely she was like, It was me. It was me. Yeah. I touched him. This is what's been going on. And now I'm healed. I think she was excited.
2: Yeah, she might have been. But part of what she did, though, is she touched a rabbi. And like, you can't do that. Wow. She really she went against. Pain. Right. While yeah. she was unclean. So there might've been like, like, Oh, I'm in trouble. But I bet you in the back of her mind was like, okay, giddy up.
3: Yeah. Here we go. Yeah.
2: Well, <laughs> <It's> like-
3: <clears throat> when he says someone touched me um, and he's looking around, uh, seeing that she could not go unnoticed, she came trembling and fell at his feet. Tying into what you said, Rosemary. Yeah. It's like, Oh boy, am I going to be in trouble? Well, she probably wouldn't care. She was healed. Who cares healed. if you get in trouble? Who cares if you get in trouble? Right? So, okay, but, so I got to pay
0: the price. I got to, yeah. you know,
1: I got to fess up. I got to pay a little price, but I'm healed. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's so funny because that's not how, like, in, that's not how I read it. I mean, uh-huh. trembling, she came to his feet, like, trembling, like, oh, my goodness, you have changed my life, my and life. I cannot wait to tell you that it was me, and this is what happened. That's great. Yeah. Like trembling with thankfulness and with relief yeah. and with excitement. Like that's yeah. how I read that.
3: Well, so the, it I may have, if it didn't wasn't for the um words before it, seeing that she could not go unnoticed. Like she wanted to go unnoticed. Mm.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't know. Either way, you know what? I, I like your way better, actually. <laughs> And and Suzanne, I think you brought up a really interesting perspective. Like what happened what do you think happened with her after she, oh how do you goodness. think her life was yeah. different? Yeah. How do you I, think she lived it differently? I yeah. No.
3: Just yeah. imagine her running home to her family. Mm-hmm. I'm healed. I'm healed. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. and then next week being able to go to um worship in the, you know, court of in the, the women. Yeah. And get
1: yeah. And she could Ugh. love on her babies and yes. she could hold the hand of her husband. She could cook meals for them. She could go live her life. Her life. Mm-hmm. I
2: don't, she was to touch me in the morning. I'm really <laughs> in the music right now. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> touch me now. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. It was
2: just so full of joy. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I bet her eyes were open for
0: mm. the women
2: who were ostracized. I bet her eyes were open and they, she would have turned towards that yeah. population, I think.
0: Well, she may have had children and a family, but yeah. for 12 years she didn't bear a child. Right. If yeah. she was bleeding. So right. that it ha it, it, it has to have been a very stressful, difficult time of life for her in every way emotionally physically spiritually all of it mm-hmm. and to finally have healing and relief and a new life mm. uh, it's it's pretty awesome because yep. it really did that healing gave her a new life,
1: yeah, and it was all through her faith in Jesus yeah you know before um Jesus had to Physically touch people to heal them, not because of his power, but because of the lack of faith of the others. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's that's a, that's a great point. Yeah, there's a there's a passage earlier in Luke where it says all he could do was put his hands on people because of their lack of faith. Like their lack of faith, they had to see him physically touching them to be healed. But here, he doesn't even know. You know, that it's, it. well, he does know, let's yeah. be real. He knows it's hard. I think he knows. Um, but it's just like that passing, that <laughs> passing brush of his cloak. Um, and that's how great her faith was. Amazing. I think, too, this is a picture
2: of what we're like in church. We can be crowded around Jesus in the vicinity, not have a lot of faith, and not trying to get to him. Yes. Yeah. And we're just walking along but we could be in church and just touch the hem and have a huge transformation in our life and change things. Yeah. So change things in a way that are um, where we live our life completely different when we've gone to church. We could go to church and be part of the crowd, or we could go to the church with tremendous faith and try to touch the hem of Jesus Mm. and go towards him and let our lives be transformed.
1: That's good. Yeah, that is good. How are we gonna walk? That you don't have to be in the building for that. No, you don't. Mary's talking about the church. She's like talking about the people, the ecclesia, which is the group of the people in the church.
0: Look at you You with your big words. I like
1: that. I like that word. That is. I learned that from Andy Stanley. Thank you very much, Andy Stanley. (laughs) So, anyway, that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, So, how are we gonna walk? Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm. Yep. Well, as we have wrapped, as we're wrapping up this um, week of socially unacceptable women who have been redeemed. <laughs> Is there anything anybody else wants to hop in with? I was going to say as we're wrapping up this weekend. Or this week about women who are socially unacceptable and have been redeemed. Angie, do you want to pray for us? And then I realized that, <laughs> yes. that Angie is not socially acceptable. <laughs> but I've been <laughs> redeemed. Hey, I'll jump in around. That round. Yeah. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> we well, have all been I redeemed. Pray for us yes. <laughs> as one of the yes. redeemed. That would be then. great. I will close my mouth now. <laughs>
0: Oh, Father, we are so, so grateful that you love us and that you have made us your daughters Um, and your sons for all the gentlemen that might be listening too, Lord. Um, It means everything to us that you reached down and found us in our sin, whatever that looked like, and forgave us and made us your own. We thank you, Father, that you sent your son Jesus to give himself as a ransom for us to shed his blood, Father, so that we could be redeemed and made new. So, Father, we thank you for the newness of life that you have given to us. I love this; these stories, Father, about these women. Um, I think women do have a, a little bit different walk in a lot of ways. We have other issues with our bodies and with our children. And um, and, and we're impacted by a lot of things emotionally that, that men seem to... Um, move through life a little more easily than we do. But Father, we are so grateful that you made man and you made woman and you love us both just the way we are. Um, But I love that you've shown us the great faith of this woman in particular today and how she reached out for you and got exactly what she needed. Um, Father, I pray that you will give us that kind of boldness and that kind of faith. Um, that when we have a need, we know that we can come to you and that you are going to meet our need. Your word promises that, Father, um, that you'll supply our needs according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So, Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for this story today. Thank you for new life in Jesus. Just like this woman with the issue of blood got a new life, you've given us a new life. So, Father, go with us today as we go out into the world. Let us be light in the darkness. Um, and great witnesses of your mercy and your grace and your love. Um, We just thank you for that, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.